Who am I? Why am I here? Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I shall not seek and I will not accept the nomination of my party for another term as your president. Tear down this wall. And the wall just got 10 feet taller. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Welcome back to the fourth floor of the CC building at Bethel University. Uh, this is Election Shock Therapy at the end of our very Super Tuesday. And we're tired. Woo-hoo! We are tired. So. Um, we're tired, but a little, I don't know, I'm not going to say elated. Uh, at the beginning of this night, we had a few possible storylines. We had a few things we thought were going to be true. Some yep. of those things were true. Some of those things were not true. So let's go through and review here, guys. Um, we said at the beginning that we thought that by the end of tonight, this could end up being a two-person race for the presidency. That seems to have been true. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yes. Uh, we're sitting here looking at a delegate math that looks um, pretty positive for Bernie Sanders, but looks really positive for Joe Biden. Yep. And that, again, is with respect to the expectations game. Yep. A couple of weeks ago, Andy, as you were saying, we were talking about whether Joe Biden would be even conceding tonight. Yeah. And quite the opposite now. He is in a really good position to compete yep. heavily with Bernie Sanders uh, down the road. Now, right. Sanders also, we should say, is in a perfectly good position to compete well with Joe Biden, Joe Biden down yep. the road. Yep. Um, uh, Biden overperformed his his uh, predictions in a number of states. Sanders has continued to do well in a number of states as well. Yeah, yeah and Sanders looks well positioned to win the two biggest prizes of the night. He won't win all the delegates there, obviously, but he's, he's probably going to win California. They're already projecting that with no votes in. So the exit polls must look pretty bullish in his favor. Um, Texas, he continues to lead. It's not a huge lead, but he's going to end up with a nice delegate hall, regardless of whether he pulls out the victory or not. And the, the narrative is going to be partly about Biden winning more states. I mean, he's winning eight states right now, um, mm-hmm. and that's assuming nothing else goes for him. So, you know, that's a great night for a guy who had never won a primary until Saturday uh, in three tries at the presidency. This is fantastic. Yep. But the bottom line to me is like, I mean, the, I think the narrative tonight is Biden wins big um, because especially because the states that are most likely to go for Sanders probably won't be, you know, recording a lot of vote totals or they'll be toss ups like Texas um, right. when the newspapers go to the to the um, press. Right. But I think the you know, when you think about where we go after tonight, it's a delegate slog. Right. Yep. The big question to me at this point is. You know, what did Bloomberg and Warren do? Do they get out and make this an actual two-person race with Tulsi Gabbard hanging out on the wings? Or do they both try to stay in and pick up delegates? And if they do that, that makes it, you know, harder, I think, for the two to to actually break away. Yeah, I mean, there's reporting right now that Bloomberg is uh, going to consider or sort of reassess uh, whether or not he's going to drop out, reassess within the next 24 hours. Um, He might do pretty well in California, but that might not be well enough, uh, good enough performance uh, to really... Um, give him a reason to stay in the race. Warren um, is coming in third in her home state of Massachusetts, which yeah. is really bad. So I would really expect to see her drop out sometime within yeah. um, the next few days. And really where her you know potential support goes, that's going to be scattered, right? Yeah. Um, so you probably do see this coming down to a two-person race here in yeah. very short now, order. Now, as you all pointed out, we said nobody else would drop before Super Tuesday, and then we lost Klobuchar, Buttigieg, and Steyer right. in short order. So clearly, we're not good at predicting, nope. or maybe we're good they at They might jinxing. all stay in. It's yeah. entirely possible. So yeah. I'll, well, just, I'll just say this, though. 
I think that um, Warren and Bloomberg will both drop soon. And Bloomberg, as we've talked about in this podcast, had this very interesting, fairly novel strategy yep. of basically blowing off the first four races right. and pouring an enormous amount of money into ads um, and mm-hmm. uh, mass advertising for Super Tuesday. Yep. Yep. And although he hasn't... Although he's he's registered, he's he's moved the needle in yeah, a whole bunch of yeah. states. He hasn't done nearly enough to get delegates, and it's hard to imagine him turning to in more individualized state races right. now. Now that Sanders and Biden can turn their machines right. and their fundraising, and may not match him dollar for dollar, but certainly compete with him in those in those spaces. Yep. It's hard to imagine him staying in the race at this point. And I think his theory of the case was we need somebody to be not Bernie Sanders who can bring the party together. Joe Biden's failing to do that. So they need me. And so what do you how do you continue when Joe Biden is not failing to do that? Right. I mean, you might not you might still think in your heart of hearts you're better than Joe Biden or your better option. But the reality is the party is you know, behind Joe Biden. The voters uh, in a lot of places are agreeing on this. So what's the rationale for you continuing? Right. Yeah, and like we said, you know, he, you know, he's a candidate who isn't, you know, a natural fit with the bulk of the Democratic Party, right? right. He's more economically, um, you know, moderate, right, mm-hmm. um, and more socially liberal, which is not sort of a good fit for a party that is, you know, socially, you know, left but not super left, but economically moving further left, mm-hmm. right? And we were, yeah. we said yeah. this, you know, months ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's yep. not a natural fit. So yeah, I agree. You're likely to see him drop out at some point in the near future what does a night like tonight mean in terms of money for um for biden and sanders you know compared to say warren i mean like that that would be another reason even if warren said i i I am just going to stick with this like presumably whenever we see even a a big debate moment but especially a a primary or or caucus where somebody's successful we talk about this influx of money Mm -hmm. How does how does a night like tonight shape the finances? Yeah, all these campaigns are not created equally. Um, right. Bloomberg has an almost untappable yeah. amount of money, personal money that he can yeah. use. He's not even really trying to fundraise, no, no. other than to get people to commit to his right. cause. Bernie Sanders, on the other hand, has done a very good job fundraising and has a large war yep. chest relative to everybody but Bloomberg. Joe Biden actually is running the cash-strapped operation here. And yep. if he had had a bad Super Tuesday, not only would it have been difficult to catch up in terms of delegates, right. but also it would have been hard to convince people to give money. Now, because he's had a really pretty good Super Tuesday, we should see a yep. big uptick in Joe Biden's actual donations as the party consolidates around him. Right. The opposite of this is Elizabeth Warren. Since Nevada, she was doing a really good job uh, fundraising and she had some yeah. nice numbers yeah. come in. But as poorly as she performed tonight – even if she stays in, it seems likely that those donations right. would start to trickle off. I have, yeah. an, I have yeah. another question: as as people drop off, and, and and you know, and if they endorse, you know, like yeah. we saw with with uh, mm-hmm. Buttigieg and we saw with uh, with Klobuchar, how much of their structure goes with them? Because you guys talk about like yeah. ground game and structure mm-hmm. and those types of things. Um, how much of that is portable, or is it not? Well, one thing that you will get access to is like wh- who they have on their contact list. Right? Okay. And you're going to get their email list. And so you're uh-huh. going to get their, their fundraising list. And in fact, I mean, I'm on, you know, um, Amy Klobuchar's list because I'm one of her constituents, right? She's my senator. Um, and so I've already gotten an email appeal today, right? You should now give to Joe Biden, right? And for the record, I'm not giving to any of the campaigns on either side, but, but, you know, like I'm getting this appeal. Yep. Um, and Pete Buttigieg's list will be getting that appeal. 
Um, Beto O'Rourke, who also jumped in, if he, you know, those Beto people out there yeah. with endorsement, like he's going to, um, his list is going to get that. And that helps. I mean, it expands Joe Biden's reach in terms of like people he's reaching out to for money. One more um, way and this gens up enthusiasm for him. One more way this like is it. significant is the, the rep on the, um, the general election is that Republicans have a much more sophisticated um, information operation. Yep. They have a much more uh, developed gr- um, national ground game for get out the vote, mm-hmm. for targeting specific voters with ads, with door right. knocks. And yep. the Democrats are be- lagging significantly behind in that. And um, having more names and having a mm-hmm. bigger cons- mm-hmm. a bigger database will help them compete. It may be hard to catch up by 2020, though. Yeah. Well, guys, final thoughts. Uh, what are the newspapers going to say tomorrow? Well, I mean, the newspapers, the print papers are going to print right now. Um, so, you know, there's going to be some variation on, you know, Biden has a Super Tuesday, as you know, you, know, you noted earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch to see how California and how, you know, as the vote trickles in, what California is going to do to shape the narrative, mm-hmm. right? Because the narrative coming out of tonight correctly um, is that Biden has a fantastic night. He outperforms expectations in a lot of states. There's upsets in certain states. Yep. There are states he didn't, yep. he didn't even try to win, that he didn't put almost any money in, that he right. still won, despite mm-hmm. people spending, you know, like Bloomberg, spending right. lots of money right. on him, right? So, so he had a, a fantastic night across the board. And really, you know, outside of California, he's won the bulk of the delegates tonight, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, Sanders underperformed in, in some important places. So really the question is what's going to happen in California? You know, even if Biden picks up some and then Bloomberg peels off, you know, some delegates in California and Sanders doesn't get quite as big of a haul as he would have liked originally, you know, that could that could end up, you know, hurting Sanders even further. And really, I mean, California is unique, right? It's it's the left coast, right? And mm-hmm. we have lots mm-hmm. of other states coming up. In the next, you know, few weeks, they're going to be voting, um, yeah. and they're, you know, from Middle America, right? And one thing we've your Illinois, seen, your Ohio's, your Michigan's, yeah, your exactly, right. And one thing that we've seen is we, we've seen that that Biden, he is not a regional candidate. He has very broad appeal. Yeah. Um, you know, he he is not as good out west, and he's not as good with Latinos, but um, but he's good with just about everyone else, at yeah. least from what we've seen tonight. Yeah. So he seems well positioned going forward. I mean, you know, as long as well, there's not something new that brings him down, obviously. And I think one thing we have to just keep watching with all these candidates. I mean, and that's both the, the current president as well as both the two front runners to the Democratic Party is they're both they're all three very old people. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, they're all up in their seventies. This is a stressful campaign. The presidency is a stressful job. Um, and you know, they're all. I mean, you know, again, the oldest people to be competing for this or to hold these offices with the exception of Ronald Reagan, right? So mm-hmm. um, I think that's a factor just to keep an eye on. This is a, a long, hard slog um, with what happens. Two more quick throwaway items, and then we'll sign off here. I think one thing to pay, I'm curious to see, is uh, how Donald Trump reacts yep. uh, to Super Tuesday. He <laughs> is clearly following this. Oh, yes. I anticipate he'll be tweeting about this. Um, <laughs> he has lo- He's already had lots of thoughts about uh, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden both, yep. and I'm sure he'll want to be saying some things about that. He's already intimated that if Bernie Sanders doesn't win the nomination, it's because the Republic, the Democratic right. Party is rigged right. and right. cheating. Yep. So we'll see yep. if he continues to kind of sow that narrative. Oh, yeah. The other side yeah. of this is, as Joe Biden uh, looks like he's doing well, we've already seen some moves within the Republican-controlled Senate to investigate Ukraine. 
yep. and to investigate Burisma, mm-hmm. which Joe Biden's son Hunter was involved with. Um, of course, this is retribution for the impeachment of Donald Trump, right. but right. they'd like to implicate uh, Joe Biden and his son in sort of yeah. shady dealings in Ukraine as well. So um, yeah. stay tuned. That could become a developing story if, if Biden continues to be successful. Yep. All right, guys. It is going to be fun, but but for now, we got to sign off and we got to get to our homes. So um, thanks for listening. You can always reach out to us at electionshocktherapy at gmail.com. We'll be back in your feed real soon. On behalf of my colleagues here about the university, go Royals. Go Royals.